0: Okay, ready? Think what you know And it's about a time when you get yourself in I
1: wanna know Something i think about Baby,
0: won't need it? i Things are really now i have you Seen you wanting you Hey the her ratio.
1: Okay, though. The her ratio. Okay, though.
0: That might be the best question I've ever been asked. <laughs> you're a phenomenal person. I mean, you're legendary. I am a fan of you, my brother.
1: The peak of Ice Cube is better than the peak of Kendrick Lamar. I could make the argument that Ice Cube has two albums that are better than anything that Kendrick Lamar has done, and that's not shade to Kendrick Lamar. No, of course not. No, of course and and I'm and this is those are the two Ice Cube solo albums. Straight Outta Compton is more or less an Ice Cube sure, album. Yeah. And sure, sure. that from sure. start to finish. You can make an argument that Ice Cube went from zero to the coldest in the game straight Very outta Compton fast. alone. Very fast. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I love Cube. Love Cube Incredibly important MC I think Kendrick Is more complex
1: MC See 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 We did this before We did this before Kendrick's you is find more complex You complexity To be intrinsically valuable yes. And I do not
2: Yeah Okay I mean
1: you I know I, You like super rappers I ain't really Yes I ain't really about The super rapper like
2: Celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, my heart and soul, my cultural home. I wanted to bring in two of the guys I love talking about music with, Bomani Jones and Michael Smith. They've been on the show before. They're friends. They love hip-hop as much as I do. They love to argue as much as I do. We got into a great, deep, awesome argument and discussion about... All of hip-hop. I hope you love this conversation as much as I do. Let's get into it. It's Bomani Jones and Michael Smith talking about hip-hop on Tour Show. Michael Smith. What's up?
0: Bro, I'm just happy to be in y'all presence. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, Monty Jones. What's going on, man? Thank you all for coming back once again. I want to celebrate the 50th anniversary of hip hop, talking about it all with you. I'm curious, take you back to the beginning of your relationship with hip hop. What is your first moment, your first memory Ooh. of like, oh, that, what is that?
0: I don't know the first time I heard it. I'm younger than hip hop. So it's always been with me. But I would say my first, when you asked me that question, the first thing came to my mind was, so I am the uh, grandson of a Baptist pastor. My, okay. my grandfather was a pastor of a church in New Orleans for 50 plus years. Wow. And so uh, I come from the day and age where that parental advisory explicit content, you cannot play that loud in my mama's house. Wow. So remember, uh, remember BMG? Sure, remember, sure, sure. them CDs. Sure. I remember I found a way to order four CDs um, without my, my mama knowing. One of them was People's Instinctive Travels in the Passive Rhythm. Um, one of them was The Chronic. Um, what was the, I forget what the other two were, but I remember those two in particular. And I was about, I'd been mean, about what, 13 years old at that point? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I about 13 years old. So that's my first memory is ordering those two CDs. Tribe Call Quest. But Doctor why Drake. did you want those albums? Like, weren't you introduced <laughs> to hip-hop before that? I, I don't remember. Okay. I don't, I, I, honestly, I don't remember the first hip-hop song I heard. I'm sure I was. I'm yeah. sure whether it was in movies that I was growing up watching. Sure. Uh, I remember Deep Cover.
2: I Hell remember yeah. uh,
0: Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. My, my dad took me to see Deep Cover. That was one of the first movies my dad took nice. me to see. That's real nostalgic. Right? <laughs> my dad took me to see Deep Cover. Nice. That says <laughs> a lot about our relationship.
1: <laughs> He's like, "I'm going to see Deep Cover, and if you would like yeah. to come with me, you can, or you can wait in the car." Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> for two All hours. Right. Clearly, they were not I- checking ID at the movie theater. So that's yeah. I don't remember the first hip hop song I ever heard. I honestly. Bo, tell
2: you. I r- I remember driving on Route uh, 138 in Boston with my mom and her station wagon. And Rapper's Delight came on the radio, okay. and I was like, what is that? And I think we had heard snippets of people rapping, like a little three-bar, four-bar, whatever, but like, yo, the whole song is like, whoa, what is that? And it grabbed me right away.
1: Yo, and so I think part of what's interesting in what you describe, and like where my story is a little similar to his, is one, there's just enough of an age difference, right? Where you're born, was 79? Mm-hmm. I'm born in 80. So by the time we kind of have a consciousness of it, rap is around. So I don't have that, oh, my gosh, I have, I've just heard this interplanetary force moment ever. And we also grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. And see, it's interesting because I was born in Atlanta. We moved to Houston when I was seven. You were born in New Orleans. Right. Atlanta and New Orleans are cities that jumped on rap as soon as it came Huge. out, right? Huge. Like like Planet Rock is mm-hmm. an Atlanta staple and always will be. New Orleans when it, you know created its own lane in that. Houston, not quite the same. Little like story. not that there wasn't rap in Houston, but it wasn't really like, it didn't just hit there. A lot of places that took a while before rap, you know, came around. So like in my house, my mother, I used to ride to work. I mean, well, she was going to work. I was going to school. I ride with my mom both ways. My mom listens to news radio. Mm. So, like, I was not hearing what was on in the radio. Like, like, I'd pick up on it. Like, you come here and there, you watch some rap. But like, yo, TV raps, man. I came on late at night. You know, I wasn't, wasn't <sighs> like getting around to checking that. The moment that I always remember, though, it's not like it was, like, the first time I heard rap. But yeah. it was, like, for me, like, the first time I fully got what was going on. And it's when that first Outkast album came out. So oh, playing, listen, kind of like man. And the reason was, for me, the part of Houston that we lived in had nothing to do with what the rappers in Houston were talking about. I did not live around the corner from the ghetto boys, right? Like, I could not make sense of that. The Atlanta that OutKaz was talking about, I knew those streets. I knew those spots that they were talking about. And it was like all of a sudden, like somehow it hadn't dawned on me that people were listening to that stuff and being like, oh, that's me, right? Like to me, it was just like something to listen to. That was the one that for me was like, oh, okay, I'm here. I yeah. see exactly what it is that you're talking about. Like, yes. It landed for me in a bit of a different way. Is, I'm glad- it,
0: go, oh, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was, I'm glad you brought up Southern because, and that goes with what I was talking about earlier. I, I flashed back to my eighth grade classroom in New Orleans, and that's all we were listening to. Or oh, I flash back to um, a bus trip that we took to visit HBCUs from New Orleans, uh, and it was a bunch of guys. It was, it was a young men's group. And we in the back of the bus listening to Soul Food when that first came yes. out. You know yes. what I'm saying? So it's yes. like, it, for me, I, I can't really like, oh, man, I heard this song for the first time. I heard the first time. I When did I fall in love with hip hop on some Brown Sugar stuff? I don't have that. But I but every experience in my life, there's a soundtrack, too, and it's almost always hip hop. Sure, sure. See, you talk about the way you talk about uh, outcast
2: right, De La Soul was kind of that for me. Cause I mean, like I said, I remember Rapper's Delight. I remember Run DMC starting to come up and then they're huge on Johnny Carson. And here's a cassette that just has a boombox on the cover. I had heard no LL Cool J singles. I know who LL Cool J was, but the cassette has a boombox on the cover. That's for me. And that album was the shit. And I'm loving it, but I didn't realize, I'm like, it does seem a little over there. Even though I'm lo- when I heard De La Soul, I'm like, yo, that's me. That's what – if I could rap, that's what I would be. It's suburban, right? It's intellectual, whatever. I'm like that. So you're like I see outcast in myself or I see myself yeah. in outcast. Now I'm fully sucked in. So wait. So who was the group or artist you were like, okay, if I was into shit, that, that's the representative of me.
0: Cause I'm like you. I grew up in New Orleans, but I wasn't in the Master P, Cash Money, <laughs> in New Orleans areas. So I'm like you with that. Um, yeah, I said so
1: I love New Orleans rap though. Like, yeah. cause I don't even consider like Master P. That's more like a West Coast hybrid, right? That's fair. You yeah, know, every, but like when you yeah. start talking about like early New Orleans bounce, like Manny, Fred, right. Gregory D, and right. all of that stuff, I'm like, no, I'm right. all the way DJ Jimmy. That. <laughs> yes, I remember, um, like you know, cause that got to Houston. Like I remember when that one came out, and I was like, oh, this is a game changer.
0: I would say. Less who was me, but who I would have liked to have been. You mentioned it was LL. Yeah, yeah. I would say his persona is who I thought I could be if I had that level of confidence and sure. you know was licking my lips and whatnot. And ladies love. I was. there was nothing cool about me, but yeah. who I would have aspired to have been. Yeah, I'm about to say. I would love if, if you had the audacity to be like I was seven years
1: old and I saw LL Cool J, right? That's me. Like, 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 yeah, the most perfect rapper you know that know God created and that all the girls love. And you right. was like.
0: That's 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 who I was aspiring to be. But okay. Was I was I LL Hell no, no. So wait, okay. Number
2: one MC of all time.
1: I said KRS one last time, and I'm gonna say KRS one
2: again. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, it's Black Thought for me. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Right. I'm, I'm Jay Z. It's been Black man. Thought for me. It's, it's I mean I think what Jay Z has accomplished is just bigger. But how than you define? CMC, see, yeah,
1: see that's that's like how you define if, if we're talking about like a capitalistic construction. Jay-Z wins, right? Sure, like, sure. If, if you're like, I have elevated myself from this place and gotten to this other place. How good it is to actually be in that place, completely different discussion. But if you want to put him there, you can. The thing with me with KRS, and I went back and I watched some stuff on YouTube the other day and I was watching when the verses with him and Big Daddy Kane. If you were to just bring somebody on stage and all you got is that person and say, make this work, he's doing it. Yeah. I don't need no drums. Just give me a microphone. And you will never be able to take your eyes
2: no, off. No, of KRS is incredible, and he's made a lot of really important records um, that we continue to talk about. And you know, Black Cop and Beef, and like going back to Criminal
0: Minded, and like it's an incredible career. So, care like again, half my brain right now is just in flashback mode. Sure. So it's like I remember watching I'm Gonna Get You Sucker with my my yes. grandparents yes. growing up, and. Boogie Down productions performing at the end of that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. or you mentioned um Big Daddy Kane. I feel like the first, see, because I, I gave you the CD memory, but now I'm thinking about it. I feel like the first tape I had was uh was the one with Smooth Operator on it. Mm-hmm. You okay. know? And so me not knowing nothing about Isaac Hayes, but I knew what Smooth Operator was, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing where the sample came from or what have you. So, mm-hmm. um, but Black Thought for me is just the the. When you ask me who my who number one MC all time, I don't go to like record sales. I don't go to Capitalist Construction as you mentioned. I go. Who do I like listening to? Sure. Who's the first, If I had one person to listen to, it'd be Black Thought. It'd be the Roots. He's sure. insane. He, I, I mean, just, I, nobody has a better real. command of the language, in my opinion. <laughs> I,
2: I mean, it's an incredible flow. It's an incredible voice. All that. I don't even think about Jay Z's sales. I don't think we should consider sales in okay, these conversations. Cool. I'm so you think he's about,
0: the best MC? Oh yeah.
2: Like skill-wise, oh, yeah. content, in terms of subs- flow, every- in terms of what he's talking about, okay. in terms of I mean leading the league in triple <laughs> entendre's all time without a doubt. Like before if you gave if your favorite rapper got one triple entendre, he, he's fucking lucky. Jay-Z just throws them off like See, it's no See, at a certain point I
0: just stopped enjoying listening to Jay-Z and I can't really explain to you why. Well, I
2: could explain why, you, why it probably do. is.
1: With I think 444 is a serious exception to this, but like I remember listening to Magna Carta when it came out, oh. and I think I wrote about it, and I was like, this this is not the re- this is not this is not a revolutionary. It's not Che Guevara. It's a dude selling you a Che Guevara T-shirt, sure. which is sure, like sure. where he was at that particular point in time. And I think what happens, and this isn't just simply about him. This happens just about everybody it's gotten past the life that any of us can actually relate to. So when you do a songs about buying artwork, man, don't nobody care. But that's your life, Mm -hmm. right? This is what you do. You should rap about that. I personally just don't want to hear you rap about that. And I think that it's when it could like, hey, I just need to show up and blaze a verse on somebody else's stuff. Like Andre's been pulling this for the last 20 years. Jay Z too. Well, the only time you hear him now is when they finally decide it's worth it for us to hear it. So of course it's gonna be a smoker. It's gonna be a smoker every single time. That's my
2: number
0: two, by the way. thats Your ass. Three Who? stacks.
2: The, I mean, uh, three thousand, a hundred percent. And he's definitely in the conversation.
1: What makes Andre a better rapper than not? I mean, makes Jay Z a better
2: rapper than Andre? Oh, I mean, well, for one, I think there's. We I mean, talk
1: about triple entendres.
2: There's more. He's done it more, right? Like they're like I've had more great seasons than you have. So, so and that's like, longevity for you. Yeah, I mean that's uh, part of it. I mean, and like Jay Z has duds. Magna Carta was whack, right? Yeah, you, yeah and we
1: know Jay Z has a high quantity of like he's a volume shooter. Yeah, <laughs> he's, a volume, he's shooter. a volume shooter.
2: But he'll 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 win a championship
0: and then he'll be you know first round loser and then he'll win a championship. But, but he I time? mean, but his catalog is so large. I mean, he gonna win a lot of those debates. I'm just talking about on pure skill. I just don't think Jay Z is a better rapper than Andre 3000. I tell
1: you, it's hard to be the greatest MC to me. It's hard to be the greatest MC of all time and be a simply capable live performer.
0: Mmm,
2: interesting. See, that's an interesting point. And yes, that is the stage is not Jay Z's best. He's better in the studio than he is on stage. Mm. I stopped going to Jay Z concerts. I'm like. Yo, he did it again. It's boring. He'd just stand there and be like rapping a song. Like, do something.
1: His whole concert game to me is so amazing and underrated. Like, the whole, we're going to do, I'm going to get somebody who can do stadiums, and then I'm going to say, we did stadiums.
2: We live in a world where you can get anything you need delivered to your door thanks to DoorDash. If you don't want to do the dishes or you feel a little sick, let DoorDash bring dinner tonight. My family uses DoorDash. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, Justin Timberlake. Hey, honey, but no, no, no. Jay Z can Jay Z can, can
2: sell out a stadium. No, he cannot. He, oh, Oh, one hundred percent. No, no no, no, no. He
1: might be able to sell out. But, he can sell out a stadium like a summer jam here or whatever it is. But if Jay Z could sell out a stadium as a headliner, he wouldn't have been doing these co-headline stadium. His greedy ass would have absolutely been taking all that money himself but, but if he could sell a stadium by But here's the himself. thing
2: that I'm saying, right? Is that J, when Jay goes into a concert, mm-hmm. his idea is just stand there, yeah. right? Uh, Kanye is giving us. Yeah. A show. Yeah, Jay does the, not have a Beyonce vision. Beyonce gives us a show. Yeah.
1: He's not a vision. Like, I think he's not terribly different than me in the sense that he's not like a visual type, like conceiving of this whole thing. That's not what Jay-Z is going to give you. But what Jay-Z has is the catalog, right? So you go to a Jay-Z show, and this is why it's wild when you go to those co-headline Jay-Z shows, because he's playing Heart of the City and nobody there cares. Mm. That's how I know he ain't selling out these stadiums, because mm. he's playing the real Jay-Z songs where I'm like, oh, okay, right. this is what's up. And nobody, and, da- and nobody down there cares, right? But if you're in a room full of people who know Jay-Z's music, it becomes about the songs. It becomes about the relationship that the audience has yeah. to the music. And it becomes a sing-along, and it almost doesn't matter. So, it's just about the set list that, for some reason, he always ends with that young forever joining. Not,
2: ugh, <laughs> ugh, I don't like that song at all. So, wait, we all said New York, well, we all said East Coast MCs, right? Mm-hmm. Thought. Uh, KRS and Hov. Interestingly. Who's well, the,
0: well three stacks? You well, he's your number 2. Yeah. But so oh, okay, who's so number one, who's
2: right. your number 1 Southern MC?
0: I, I guess I answered. 3K. That right. Yeah, I guess I I, would, think 3K. I guess I
2: would probably say
1: Andre. I think that's a much like longer list and tricky because the thing about Andre oh. is we've always heard him in the context of a group. Yeah. Right, he
2: hasn't been in a group in a long time.
1: But okay, we also he haven't heard, heard him. anything. But, <laughs> what I'm, I'm saying is that me. we ain't really heard him do more than one verse yeah, at a time. Right. Like Andre, I mean, Big Boy has got a solo catalog now, like that right. Andre doesn't have. A dude like Scarface, who's just fucking incredible, and has album after album after album that he has had to carry himself. How do you compare that to a dude that you hear drop a verse or two at a time? That like that's yeah. that's where that I, gets hard for me. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, I think his biggest competition is Wayne. Lil Wayne should be top ten. You talk, oh, top, just, you're talking it, it New Orleans here. Lil, just,
1: it, Lil Wayne is Lil insane. It just he is he is. It just depends on how interesting you find him, because I can't listen to a lot of him, right? Right. Like I think of him kind of similar to the way that I think of Busta Rhymes, in that when they are rolling, they are absolutely incredible. Sure. I just don't necessarily find myself interested in like fourteen tracks. Oh, man, that not,
0: whenever I've, whenever I've given lists, I have specifically cited No Ceilings Lil Wayne as one yes. of the handful of greatest. Yeah, at his balls. best, yes. man. He's
1: just like, yes. I mean, yes. was, like also, that,
0: that I mean, dude. also when he was so, 15, like, yeah, that's what he, so really real. he doesn't, that's when he doesn't <laughs> get the
1: credit for it. He was 15 rapping with grown yes. men and it wasn't really? like, hey, he was, hey, just, he was a star. Right. Yes. Yeah, it was like, hey, he's rapping just as yeah. just as well I as you were
0: talking about. Check every box. Yes. Live performance, yes. Catalog, longevity, Witty, ability, flows, voice. He, he checks. He's he's one. Of the, he checks everybody. Oh hell yeah.
2: yeah! See, I feel like even now, Wayne top ten. A lot of people would immediately go, "No, what? no he's easily no, top 10. 10. I'm definitely, definitely top ten. Easily, definitely. easily. So that's wait, conservative. Yeah. though is the West Coast? Is it easy? The be- best of the West Coast. I think that's Where's pretty cute. easy, right? You going cute? No. Oh, you going pop? No. What? I don't even. Pac is Don't shit on
0: Pac, please. Don't do, do it. it. I, I, like I say, you You'll be doing it by yourself. Buddy. <laughs> you get to that part Even of the conversation. Even if I agree with you, I wouldn't be saying
2: it. <laughs> no, it's Kendrick.
1: Kendrick. I, I I I prefer, as a rapper, the peak of Ice Cube is better than the peak of Kendrick Lamar. I could make the argument that Ice Cube has two albums that are better than anything that Kendrick Lamar has done. And that's not shade to Kendrick Lamar. No, of course not. No, of course and, not. And I'm saying, and this is those are the two Ice Cube solo albums. Straight out of Compton is more or less an Ice Cube sure, album. And sure. he bodies that from sure. start to finish. You can make an argument that Ice Cube went from zero to the coldest in the game, straight out of Compton
2: alone. Very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Cube. Love Cube. Incredibly important MC. I think Kendrick is more complex.
1: MC, see, see. see. Flow we, 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 did this no, I, we did this We did this before. We did this before.
2: Kendrick you is more complex. You find
1: complexity to be intrinsically valuable, yes. and I do not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you I know, don't, I, you like super rappers. I ain't really, yes. I ain't really about the super rapper life. That's but not that's it.
0: not to say Cube lack complexity. You're just saying uh, well, more okay, so, complex. So just in general, for us, right,
2: in this conversation, if I say somebody is better than somebody else, gotcha. say, I'm not saying the other person is whack. All right. Cube is incredibly important. Gotcha. I love his music. I love those solo albums. Right. I mean, Cube getting with the Bomb Squad was important for me a as revolution. a New Yorker. Because cause we were still like, I don't know but the West Coast, NWA was dope, but I don't know. And then when he's like, yo, I'm linking with them, so I'm on your sound that you like. And I'm like, yo, these albums are incredible. And then it was like, okay, fuck it. Like all, of, fuck it. The West Coast is in, they're cool, whatever, whatever. We talk about the South. Also had to prove itself to New York, right? And then it did, but there was a moment when New Yorkers yeah, were like, and, and "I don't and know what this." Then the South. they blew you off the map. No doubt, da- no doubt. Just like to bring that up
1: every now. No and day, doubt, that, no that,
2: doubt. That they, no, I mean, it, Atlanta has become the center. New Orleans is incredibly important. All that. Some people say Memphis is the center of hip hop now, and I'm like, really.
1: Wow. I, I would say this, that as you listen, like, to what Atlanta was 15, 20, you know, going in 20 years ago, right? So, like, the Gucci Man sound that you had come up out of that, a lot of what you hear of Drill, it's a pretty short line to Juicy J, DJ Paul, and 3-6 Mafia. But this like, is the our... Sound, the sound of rap really did come out of Memphis for good. This our G-
2: difference that I think we come back, you and me, Bo, because you're like... You're saying I give too many points to complexity. Yes. And like, I love KRS, right? Mm -hmm. I know KRS, right? Like I wrote a book with him, Mm -hmm. right? Like we went on tour through Europe. Like I know that man. That sounds like a challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it it was a challenge. It was a whole thing. But I'm like, yo, Rakim is doing flows, diction, internal rhymes, his whole thing. The stuff he's talking about. He's a philosopher. Yes in the 80s. Nobody was doing philosophical. And yeah. com- so I'm like, his whole thing is way better than KRS's thing. right? I'm like, I, hey, K, and they're standing next to, it's hard to compare 80s rappers to 90s rappers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're contemporaries. They're going on tour. They're, talk, they're talking about to each other. right? They're watching. What are you doing? I'm like, Rakim's music is so much more
0: complex Can I, than I mean, KRS's. I mean, I re-
1: and that's a nice thing to say.
0: Can I... <laughs> But it's like fuck complexity. Go but ahead. I mean, like, so if we kind of bouncing around the, the map here, can I ask just to revisit something? Like, is Jay Z actually better than Nas? Like, is, is hold he, on,
1: is Nas better than Andre? My homeboy brought this up the other day. Mm, mm, What's mm, like, mm. is Nas a better rapper yes. than Andre? One hundred percent. Why?
0: Oh, hundred percent! You go so extreme, Tariq. Again, like, again, I mean, not saying three K is whack. No, but you I said hundred percent. That's not a slam dunk. I, I mean, for if you me want to make an is. argument for Nas, the I right. could, quality I could live with of the
2: rhymes, the quality of the of the flow, the quality of his voice. I mean, I'm, I'm Nas is number two yeah. for me all time.
1: But see, and this is what I'll say. You know, and I get where you're coming from to a degree. I think that very often this was kind of an argument that Cube was making in 96 in the West Side Connection phase. And I think that we've seen other people make, which is that the idea of who is the best rapper or best MC of all time being determined by a bunch of dudes (laughs) going like this.
2: Nodding and, I, and, and
1: I have been that guy. Right. I have yeah. been the dude at the lyricist lounge tour uh. where all we do is standing there with our hands in our pockets. Not a woman to be found. <laughs> and we just
2: <laughs> its such a boys club. You
1: know, we just we just we just go in like this. Yeah. Like, though, like those are the people who make the determination. But sometimes you got to look up and see what the effect and impact is that these people have, not just on the connoisseur. And see, and uh, that's oh, what, and see, that, that's, that's why I think that okay. sometimes we get into the NAS space. Because look, the story of NAS just remains so amazing, right? Like, this is a story that we would tell thousands of years later. Word emerged of a golden child in the concrete jungle of Queensbridge, and everybody came one by one to visit and find out if the child was real. I
2: went to hell for snuffing Jesus, and the whole world was like, we will listen to everything else you have to say. We love you.
1: And everybody just kind of one by one were just going, and they're like, no, it's real. And, like, the idea—
2: Illmatic was that shit.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And and then the the product that resulted from everything that we've heard, is years after Live from the Barbecue, all this, right? He shows up at 14, and he does this. And then you get there, and he actually turns out to be that dude. Like, it is an amazing tale that in this new era of technology cannot be replicated. But see, the thing was, then he kept rapping. And the heights <laughs> of what happened after that are very, very high, we would all agree. But it's been a hit or miss ride. He's a hit or miss guy. And so he's
0: doing well now. Well, you know it's crazy. Was, he's running he, on knife.
1: Because now because he finally got comfortable with the idea of who he was well, instead he, of trying to be everything. He
2: told me he likes a challenge, right? Because yeah. I was like, you know what the big criticism of you is. And he's like, Yes, I do. What is it? That I pick whack beats. Oh, yeah, and he likes to pick these hard beats so he, he can. hits. But he picks mid beats because if he picks the monster beats, he's like, that's too easy. So that's how good he thinks he is. That yeah. I don't want Shaq on my team because yeah. I want to be the guy, yeah, he's so not good. the producer. You're
1: saying he's so good he makes himself worse.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're not always going to hit. Wait, okay, best woman of all time? Lauren Hill. Hill, Lauren Hill, <laughs> <laughs> easy,
0: <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah, Hill. It, it, uh, there aren't a lot. Shit, of I don't know. You do, don't even limit her yeah, to women. Yeah, like we all like yeah, do the Serena yeah, yeah. thing with Lauren Hill. do the Serena thing that you do in tennis. Absolutely. Like don't limit her to just best women. Like she's in the conversation with best. Period. We'll see. <sighs> see, you had. She's see, in the conversation. No, I'm saying it's fine. No, you I'm saying you had I'm to cross it over. I'm saying you do not need to limit her to best women in terms of her ability. She just does not have the body of work to back up. Well, that's a problem. But I don't need I don't need that, the though. body
1: of work is only as much of a problem as we decide that we Boom. want a body of work to Boom.
0: be. Well, well somebody, somebody who saying, said Black Biggie Bar, can't control it. He dropped two albums. No, but I'm
1: saying this, but go But go across genres. Everything we're talking about from Jimi Hendrix is between 1966 and 1968, for sure, example. Sure, the Beatles use, are seven years, sure. Yeah. Gun, Guns N' Roses is living off one album, right? Well,
2: uh, well it's three albums. They're, the double no. album was incredible, too. Actually, they I'm going to keep think? these, I'm going to keep these, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, yeah I'm, a, I'm a focus, I'm a, I'm a, I'm
1: a, I'm a focus. Because we I'm can a, go off on yeah, yeah, that if you Yeah, that could turn into a, 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 absolutely not the podcast that anybody could <laughs> go here to listen to as we trash and use your illusion. No, nobody uh, came around on that one. Um, but with Lauren as a rapper, yeah. and she becomes a very interesting contrast to kind of the wave of, female rap that we have now. And I do not want to be the back in my day, no, no. carried themselves. No, you don't want to be yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But there was an organic quality to how... I mean
2: Lil, Lil Kim was around at that time. Yeah. Foxy Brown was I mean, yeah. so I mean like they've but, been
1: but, but with Lauren, there was an organic quality to the way that she did this at it at at yes. that like I do find that the way that we push female rappers down the ideas of femininity are all, often so over the top yeah. at this point, right? Look, like it's very women, clear. And Lauren look, Hill's thing was: this is this. She looked very much like somebody you knew, yeah, and was rapping better than anybody well, else. While also like there was no, the femininity came through at every turn, sure, yes, right? Like sure, there's no in,
0: question in that. In, yeah.
1: in this very masculine art form, like yeah. it wasn't like she was yeah. like, I'm just doing what these
2: dudes been doing forever. No, it was her, I am doing this. Her album, she's she's in a classroom talking a male yeah. teacher, talking about love with these students. Like that to me is like what a woman would think to do. And it's yeah. beautiful and it's deep. And her music has a guiding spirit that is deeper than I want to sell oh, units. Are I want to make rap
1: sound really, really easy. Yes. Like That's when you, what you I'm listen saying. to her, you'd be thinking like, no, no, you can't do that. There, like,
0: are, that there just- are two people who, if they just decided to rap, change the conversation. Lauren Hill and CeeLo Green. If those mm. two people just decided to rap mm. and not do shit out, because you said Lauryn Hill's music, which is different from Lauryn yeah, Hill yeah, rapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two different, different, things. different Of course, You of know course. what I'm saying? I'm not giving her credit for singing in the
2: rapping conversation, yeah. but both of those yeah. people have a deep relationship to spirituality, Correct. right, which makes their, gives their music a dip, which KRS does as well, right? KRS... Would have a song at the end where he's talking about Christianity yeah. and spirituality, it's and what, sometimes you couldn't understand it, the song. It's but th-
1: Jay Z lacks.
2: Mm. Like, well, well, part of what I think most rap songs are about—the thesis of most rap songs—is I'm the shit, <laughs> right? <And> I, <laughs> That's I, you know, where it starts. I, I, I'm on the street with the shit. I got more money. I got more girls. I got more whatever it is. I'm the shit. I can rap better than you. I'm the shit. And I think in a lot of ways, Jay does that better than other than anybody else.
1: He's up there. I think I was having dinner the other night with a very well-known and established television writer. And somebody was asking him about writing drama. And he gave him a tip that'll stay with me forever. He said, the key to writing drama is in every scene, the main character has to have something that he wants and cannot have. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what is essential mm-hmm. to having drama. Mm-hmm. And so that got me thinking back to uh, the Pimp C Jeezy beef round 06 or 07. And Pimp's point always was his criticism with Jeezy was talking about, aside from his questions about whether or not Jeezy could actually procure his cocaine at the prices that he advertised <laughs> was that there was no remorse, right? There was mm. nothing at any point that was like, yo, I don't know if this is what I should be doing. Right. There's no track like high life on there anything like that. And that's, when Jay would kind of throw on like Regrets at the end of the first record. You Must Love Me at the end of the Yo, second regrets record. Regrets is a very
2: important record. What it's you a very about?
1: important record. Mm. It's also the worst record on the album. You Must Love Me. oh no. It's, it's an album with a lot of regrets really good songs. Is not the it's an, worst. it's an album with a lot of really good songs. But he never sounds truly convincing to me in that oh, place. No. Come but on. That's, and that's my, my brother but that's, shot me. Right, he, it,
2: I feel that. I feel that in my oh, because because that time your brother shot you and hit you right there no, at the of same exact not. place. But, if, but I mean, no, the way he's telling the story, I'm there with damn, him. I believe I just
1: that. shot my nigga and ran off into the night as if like it was not ch- my, not my nigga. Yes. I feel like you could have done a little better than that. I don't find him convincing in those spaces. I found that the reason the blueprint hit so hard is that for the first time he could hit those emotional spaces. Like that was but for me selling the there are things I want that I cannot have. Has been a difficult place for Jay because his whole steeze is I, I can have. I, I always I win. win. Yeah.
2: I never yeah. lose. Right. And yes. that's my point. And that's. that's Who's yeah. the most slept on
0: MC in your opinion of all time? Ooh, slept on. That's so, in
2: your point. opinion,
0: who should be considered much higher than they are? Besides Black Thought? Because I, I, well, I think, put I'm, in the, number well, one. I think I'm in the minority on you you that. Can, I, you can, still, I, I still don't believe he gets the credit he deserves. Dude, this, but, the
1: thing know. is for me, this list is so long. And like the people I throw out, I know the first name I'm gonna throw out. I'm not saying this as the definitive answer okay, to this, it's but I, it's an mind. answer. Yeah. Get ready. I'm gonna look at you, and you look at him, and All tell right. me how this goes. Okay. Juvenile should be way higher up on people's list. Told you that would happen. <laughs> Told you that would happen.
0: What juvenile? Just fucking yes. go wreck shop on Tiny yes. Desk. Please continue. Yes, he did. First of all, he wreck shop on <laughs> Tiny Desk. You first, go back.
1: Go back and listen to 400 the degrees. First he is wrecking babe? shop. I'm gonna say I told you as a I'm not person, saying, and I did it because I knew I'm that you saying.
0: would do. That, I'm not I mean, saying he's go back to dope or if you want?
2: I'm saying that. number big time. one. I
1: did. But, I, but on. I told you it wasn't number one, but, but in terms of underrated yeah. as an MC, yes. and by the way, a game-changing well, MC, a legitimate MC and pioneer, because Bounce for the Juvenile is one of the most important rap records that anybody's ever made, right? Okay. Like, that is the genesis of New Orleans Bounce, starts there.
0: But that wasn't him, though. Bounce for the Juvenile? That wasn't him. No, that wasn't that wasn't him. It wasn't him. No, that wasn't him. But it's, I mean, it, coincidentally, but I don't, I don't believe that was I'm him.
1: I'm almost positive it's him.
0: Okay, now you're gonna make me feel bad. You got <laughs> like
1: <laughs> the T. Tucker dude did, like DJ Jimmy. It was the T. Tucker cat. I forget which, which.
0: If that was bounce for if the dude that did bounce for is, the Juvenile is Juvenile, is juvenile, is juvenile then they sound completely different. But he was
2: like 12, 13 years maybe old. It was. Who else is on your Who else is on your list of most I, slept on? I'll,
0: oh wait, but before before you answer that though, real quick yeah. on Juvenile, I just want to echo your point about. So there's reasons why somebody could be underrated or slept on. Mm -hmm. Juvenile, especially from a contemporary standpoint, has been reduced to back that ass up. Yes. Or even Ha, you know what I'm saying? Without really recognizing his body of work and how brilliant an MC he actually is. But
1: also, I would argue, not appreciating the impact of Ha itself. That is one of the few singles that you can say there's a before and after. Yeah, nobody
0: did anything like that A before. huge part nobody of the rise of Jay-Z like is
1: tied to him jumping on that high remix, being terrible on it. But it yeah. was the cosign of that mm. for cash terrible, money to New shit. York. <laughs> but also on the other side, it was Jay-Z being one of the few New York rappers to be like, I'm going to come down there and do what it is that y'all are doing down there. The yeah. video, which to Gr- me is the greatest rap video ever made. right? But that was the one that truly ushered the South in. Like No Limit was still seen as a novelty. Outcast was kind of seen as, oh yeah, they from the that South, but Pimp. they all say
0: they. that and Big Pimpin', which coincidentally both featured Jay Z. I, I could yeah.
2: say Outcast, because those of us who New Yorkers who want complexity, who want intellectualism, who want to be hit where Chuck D and Nas mm-hmm. were hitting us. Outcast from the beginning. I remember my man called me like, yo, you heard that Southern? Yeah, they yeah, that's the shit. Yeah, yeah. they landed from the in a beginning. Way, them yeah. and 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 a slightly lesser goody mob, goody mob yeah. Yeah. would hit New Yorkers on a level of like, yo, that's
0: that shit because yeah. they
2: because they were able to speak in a way that we were able to understand. Mm-hmm. I don't think to me, and not a knock, but I don't think juvenile juvenile hit where I want what I want from hip hop. So th- I, so it I'd didn't land for this. me.
1: I encourage you to go back and do it again because I but think what happens, but I think what happens to us with a lot of those things when they come out in the time because 400 degrees came out 25 years ago. We're locked into what we thought about it then. True. I'm telling you, if you go back, I don't think that most people in your position were able to truly get around the accent, past the gold teeth, and everything else to oh, appreciate yeah. exactly oh, no. what was mm-hmm. what exactly what was going on. Oh there. no, no. Definitely was, not. Definitely was, not.
2: The South had, let's say, a performative Let me not put an adjective to it. The southernness of it Mm -hmm. didn't took a while for New York to understand. Mm -hmm. All those things they talk slower. You know the things they were talking about. They're just doing themselves. New Yorkers were used to going faster, being more overtly intellectual. It took us longer to understand what they were doing. And and guys like Ti, who I can rhyme just as fast as you, New Yorkers,
1: is is slept on in terms of like he and Ludacris both. Those are for real deal all time greats yes. that we have to think about yeah. in those contexts. Yes, Killer Mike has slowly Killer become Mike. somebody that I think is like just in, like some people are born rap. If Whether you agree with what genius. that dude is talking there's about, that genius. dude. Is so wait, born. Who else is
2: on your? You said you said you just threw out juvenile just to fuck with me. No, I threw no, out hey, there. I'm mean. I mean, you mean it? No, but real. you said that's not my number one most slept. Who is your number
1: slept one most slept
2: on?
0: Slept <sighs> That's a good question. B comes to mind. Who?
2: Burn
1: I feel like it's been a long time since you've been slept on, though. Like, yeah, that's, that's what happens fair. is we wind up throwing out people that don't nobody
2: sleep on. That no. yeah. we, that you meet, that, what I love them, and I'm like, oh, why don't you? Do, i tell you somebody slept on. What does eating healthy mean to you? Whatever your eating goals... Dot com slash slash On March 16th, 2000, two sheriff's deputies were shot in Atlanta. Jamil Alamine, a Muslim leader and former black power activist, was convicted. But the evidence was shaky, and the whole truth didn't come out during the trial. My name is Mosi Secret, and when I started investigating this case in my hometown, I uncovered a dark truth about America. From Tinderfoot TV, Campside Media, and iHeart Podcasts, Radical is available now. Listen to the new podcast, Radical, for free on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: MC Ren is slept on. Really? Wow. Even if you're just talking about it only in the context of the NWA stuff, uh-huh. right? Like,
2: he ain't pros.
1: Right? People like, 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 He's oh, man, pros. we had Cube out no, here, no. we had these other cats, and then this
2: MC Ren dude but who we don't, don't even get good, good parts in the but movie. But is he Fife? Is he as good as Fife? He's better than Fife.
0: I got one. Better than Fife. I got one. We and we ain't even brought up, cause we talked about most of the individuals, we ain't even talked about groups. Inspector Deck. Inspector Deck. I mean, Probably, Deck, deck right? is dope. When deck you talk about Wu-Tang members, like, he he is not somebody that immediately comes no, to no. mind. Yeah. But some of the dopest verses, and a solo album wasn't some, great, but some of his, the dopest verses in Wu-Tang history come from Inspector I,
2: Deck. 100%. I mean, for me, J Electronica... The music he slept he, on.
1: Like, or I, just I feel like we're. <laughs> like, I feel like we're very awake
2: of like
0: relative I mean, to his
1: actual level of output. I feel oh like we're my like so We are talk about body be. of
0: work. Okay, like we <laughs> we waiting. Yeah. Like like who's I, that person but that's but like? You, hey, but you want to talk about your your, your man Jay Z? Beat the shit out of Jay Z. Jay Z called himself getting on Jay Electronica album. That didn't go well for Jay Z at all. It
1: didn't go well for Jay Electronica <laughs> either. I loved that. that. I loved that, I loved
0: that, crush that album. That album.
2: I love, Do you that like that no. I love that <laughs> oh, album. No. I, I love that great. album. I
0: thought that album was great. Hold on. But, okay. but Jay Z was the second best rapper on that album, for the record. So
2: I think it's important in hip hop to divide duos from groups. Fair I think enough. Duos and groups oh, are doing different so, things. There we go.
1: Slept on, now that you bring that up. And I don't know how we allowed this to happen. EPMD.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Wildly slept on. Well, who's the best duo? And then later Outcast. we'll go into groups. So you got to have two people. Okay. Out. Do they both have out the rap?
0: Ah, um, see, that's a
2: difficult I would question, say yes. I um, would Eric say B. and Rock <laughs> yeah. I would but say I mean, yeah. like, in the 80s, there was a lot, they are a group, Eric B. and Rock you No, know, they don't really like each other, but they are performing together to this day, right? right? So, like, I mean, your it, man Chuck D is another example, is that's that a group? That's a group, that's, that's a, group. A, group. It it a group, right, because Terminator yeah. X is and, part and, of the group. And Flavor yeah. Flav is 100% not just a hype man. Right, right, he would do his own songs. Right. right and so so duos, I mean, it's it's
0: complicated. So we're it, talking duos. Duos, right? UGK, there's only two UG, people yeah, in the group. Outcast for me is See, because like I would include is Gangstar is a duo, Gangstar, right? right. Yeah. Premier
2: is very important, yeah. right? So to a, what, be a that's a duo, yeah. Okay, right? Because so, there's okay. only two. Of them. So pr- Primo don't rap, right? right? Mm-hmm. Pete Pete Rock raps, quote unquote. That's yeah. a duo, right? Yeah. But we don't go to it for his rapping, right? So mm-hmm. the, so both people don't have to rap. from a contemporary sense. You just mentioned
0: it. Run the jewels. Interesting. That yeah, it's
1: interesting. just tricky because they 40. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I could make an argument that Run the Jewels is the best rap group working right now, yeah. but it doesn't really matter because of the age they are. Like, mm. you can you can make very, very, very good music, and i go to all their shows, mm. and i highlight them at the show, like, all of that stuff, yeah. but it doesn't mean the same thing as it would if somebody's making the same quality of music it, and they was 25 at,
0: years old. is the best duo. Yes. Right? I don't think there's much of an argument. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. right. Right. I mean, I, it, who's, that, that they both rapping. Who's, who's the best... Group. Wu Tang. Wu Tang or Tribe. Wu Tang or Tribe. That's a, that's the tough one between those two for me.
1: I I think that I if you were to ask me like whose music I enjoy the most, like Wu Tang, it also gets unwieldy because there's so much stuff in like what we're talking about, right? And tribe is up there. But sometimes we just need to not get too cute. The greatest rap group of all time is probably Run DMC.
2: Mm, interesting.
1: You know, and, and I think something about that older rap that we don't give enough credit to mm. is there was nowhere to hide. Like, you are a tennis guy. The thing that makes tennis so compelling is there's nowhere to hide.
2: You're alone.
1: Like, you out there, you are by yourself. So, like, the Wimbledon final with Alcaraz, um, we watched him fall apart in that first set. But there was nowhere to hide, so he had time to get himself back together and figure it out. But you, like, there's, it's you. Dude, what all you was working with was basically a microphone, some turntables, and a drum machine? It is I, you, I, I don't and like in them, in them two dudes, as com- commanding as they were, in the energy that comes through on just you know, it, you know once you get to the leather, it gets a little. They
2: wonky. were kind of alone as far as the, they are the first superstars of of rap culture, yeah. right? So they were kind of alone in terms of determining, like, well, how do we do it when we get to like a stadium level and we're the first mm-hmm. on Johnny Carson and the first in Rolling Stone and like how do we, you know? So they're groundbreaking. Um, And I don't think you can understand, if you weren't there, they were not controversial. Everybody loved Run-DMC. There was no—I think Ice-T said this in the document. There was no—nobody was like, well, I don't like Run-DMC. Like, even—because even even the white kids were like, well, there's rock in there, so I'm fucking with them for that, right? So they're able to take it to— for me, see, I keep calling it. I like complexity. De La Soul, love Wu-Tang, extraordinarily complex. We have a group now, huh? But I love De La Soul. We already talked about it. That's NWA. my heart. That's yeah. me the number one group of La all La time. Sol. Yeah, okay. see,
1: like, and these things get tricky because, like, for me, when we start talking about, like, personal attachment, it gets into a different space, right? Well,
2: it's music. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I'm saying, but, like, there's a way, in part, because I've been covering sports for so long, that you have to be able to back out. And be like, like Dominique Wilkins is my favorite player of all time. Sure. You know, comma, however, there's some limitations. (laughs) Right, right, right. right? They don't make me love them no less. Sure. But like, I listened to, because I picked up the um, self titled run DMC album on vinyl the other day. And when it's like that, jumps out there, and when you think about how little they have to say, it's just the commanding presence of their voices and their sense of rhythm and all of that. You can complex this all the way up and put all these other things on top of it. And you'll still wish you could strip all that down
2: just to get those things. But to to me, and I know I'm co-signing a late 80s, 90s group, right? If Run DMC is the greatest group of all time, we've never advanced since the early 80s but i don't
1: think it means that we haven't since advanced. the mid 80s nobody's
2: mean- outdone that's what, the way i think we talked about this before babe ruth is right. the best but, so nobody no, but, in a hundred years is better than but, babe fucking but i don't ruth?
1: i don't think it's so simple as just the idea of outdoing so much of it is capturing a moment and capturing a feeling and being able to convey that and it may be that the baddest motherfucker to ever do it happened to come out in 1980, right? right. Jim so Brown's
0: still the best running back. Yeah, you know, right. So
1: somebody can make more complex music and we can find new things, but feelings are very basic and mm. not every, like, have the people come around that maybe could do technically better things, sure, but can they get you right there in the same way? The group that does not that is,
0: is The Roots. I mean, just being consistent. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. number mm-hmm. one MC is Black Thought. Mm-hmm. The Roots would probably be my favorite group. We're mm-hmm. I mean, talking best of all time. That's another part, too, that I always struggle with. Hip-hop conversations, favorite versus best. Because I'm every question you've asked, I'm answering from from me. Yeah, and, and yeah of, course. Here. Yeah. of but course. best, I mean... Like Outkast is yeah.
1: still like my favorite. I, I have a fortunate overlap on that one. I don't have to start qualifying what it other. Right. This is, is where it right. starts to drive me nuts.
2: Like when the kids... If you talk about Drake as your favorite rapper, that's your personal belief, and that's fine. If you say he's the best... Now you've stepped out of your personal shit, and now I'm triggered. And now I'm upset (laughs) Yes, because there's no fucking way Drake is the best anything. Not of today, not of, like, what the fuck? That's why I try to be
1: particular, right? Why I would not argue with you about what you said about De La Soul, right? Because it hits you in that very, very particular place. Like, wouldn't fight you. Okay, cool. Like, they not my favorite group from Long Island. But get where you're coming from. Cool. We could all live on that one. It's when we start telling other people they stuff is whack, yeah. that's when it gets that's when the fighting starts yeah. coming right. up, you yeah. know.
2: What is your do you have a general mm-hmm. critique of the genre? Because we were all in this 40, 50 years, yeah. right? Well, I'm in it 50 years, y'all in it 40 yeah. years because y'all are kids to me. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I didn't realize y'all was a decade like, the last, younger. The first than time you heard
0: hip hop, like, shit, I don't know. More. I was already in it. You're like
2: hip hop natives. <laughs> yeah. um, But we've been in it and loving it for a long time. We speak as insiders who love it in our heart. But, you know, without being like, get off my lawn back in the day. But, you know, I miss the political spine that used to be so important to this. I learned a lot mm-hmm. listening to Public Enemy, mm-hmm. listening to Poor Righteous Teachers, listening to KRS-One. Mm-hmm. It didn't even have to be a political rapper. You might have one song on your record that's talking about the police or the free breakfast program or the Panthers or whatever, right? Shout out to Paris, right? Like Kendrick will give you some of that, right? The Roots might give you some of that, but I feel like, overall, that has kind of gone away. Yeah, like,
1: when's the last time we had some rap with some good old-fashioned crackpot religion in it? Rap Mm. was a lot better when we got some crackpot religions, right? Mm. Like, these cats, like... (laughs) The idea that any of us outside of New York know anything about the five percenters is entirely all from about mouth. rap. Mm-hmm. The gods mm-hmm. and earth, And I'm better for it. I feel like I'm better for it. Like, <laughs> like, it it ain't my steez. It's not what I'm going down. Right. But I feel like I'm better for it. But it was I do the black think, press. Man. I'm not I do supposed think,
2: to eat pork. I didn't know <laughs> right. that.
1: Okay. But you're right. There was a fundamental spirituality. And I say this not as a spiritual person, not as a religious person, any of those things, but I recognize it makes all the music better, right? Like, there. It, There is a lack of what I would call an organic foundation, I feel like, in what I guess we would term as mainstream rap because there's somebody out there doing all these things that we're talking about, right? So I was like, ain't nobody doing this. There's probably greater levels of variety than we have. Mm -hmm. But I think you're right. The spine of it doesn't really feel like much anymore. And it feels like, I've always felt it's a bit cliche to be like rap came from the street. The street's a broad term. There are a few different streets. You know, a few cul-de-sacs rap came out of, but it did come out of something that was on the ground, Right. (laughs) it felt like it all come from the internet now, right? Mm. Like, the, like the point of origin is sitting at your computer as
2: opposed to being around people. See, to that, being that in point, mm. I felt like before, if you came out of Newark... I got a sense of what's going yes. on in Newark. Where are y'all driving? What is the color y'all like? What club do y'all go to? Houston, we like candy, paint, yes. this, da, da, da. What kind of drug are y'all doing? I know what the drug of choice is in Oakland, because y'all talking about it and the dance, and okay, I got a sense of what streets are y'all, what restaurants. Right. It's very nationalized now. Yes, it's the worst know, thing to ever happen. Where, where, where are you from? I don't, know. I love ASAP Rocky. I, just listening to music, would you know he's a New Yorker? Like, oh, <laughs> no, no. I no, and that's no. not a critique of him, but of the genre in general. I appreciated the specificity of
0: it. This is my community. I'm talking about. We don't really do that anymore. I miss that. Can I ask you a question? Like, we've gone this entire conversation not to go back to you know where you were and run, but like we talk about Biggie or Pac. We we ran away from him shitting on Pac for self preservation <laughs> purposes. And I think I referenced biggest and said it, it wasn't his fault he only dropped two albums. We but how do we have need, a whole conversation? We don't conversation. I think
1: it's, I think we should have a few more conversations where we don't talk about them. And it's no shade. And to not them. from a state.
2: Not from a beef standpoint. No no, 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 yeah. no, no. Okay, I don't. Yeah. I mean it all. They overshadow. Yeah, like
1: what I feel like happened, and you were more into weeds in this at this time, but. The years 1994 to 1997 Mm -hmm. is really when the mainstream rock press finally showed up in earnest to the rap scene. Now we're talking coverage. And that's what they got,
0: right? Like, it was these
1: two figures. And especially if you're just some white dude from New York, imagine how fascinating it is. The gangsters from the left side of the map and the gangsters from the right side of the map, right? And you've got... Puff, who is this fascinating character himself, and then you've got Suge, and you got all the gang stuff, and you got everything. Mm. And so it was like suddenly there was this rise to these are the top two rappers of all time from a lot mm. of people when we hadn't even really truly come to the conclusion that they were the top two rappers in 1996.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. You that, know? So, yeah. So, but okay, but conversely, you use the word overshadow. Does the coverage, does the drama, does the East Coast, West Coast beef, does that whole thing overshadow? Just how fucking great they both were.
1: I think it May overshadows a lot of how work. great Tupac was, and they he makes he makes the argument that the greatness of Tupac actually comes as a result of all the coverage.
2: No, no,
0: no, 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 no. no, no, you, no. But
1: you last time I was here, you told me that if we strip away all the drama from it, how you, great an
2: MC are we really if, talking? If you, about? you
0: it's, just say what you missed in hip hop, that was Tupac. If if if, if, you,
2: if I could erase all the stuff that happened outside of the studio, shot a cop beat up the Hughes brothers, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Pac was viral before there was an the internet. We were constantly talking about, he went to a restaurant and wilded out. Mm-hmm. He shot somebody here and got away with it. He's a Black Panther child. And and I love all that, right? And it was real, right? It wasn't like made up in fact. But all of that gets wrapped in the conversation about Pac. Yeah. And, and when we're talking about Big, 3K, uh, KRS, Chuck, the greatest MCs, I'm like, Pac is not rapping on that level. Yeah, right. If he's in your top but why, ten, but it, I'm like, but wait, no, dog. but why are you
0: limiting it to that though? Yeah. I, think I think that's I think that's the same the mistake as limiting it to record sales. It's like Pac no, okay. I'm talking about what do I hear when I press play. Right,
1: but this is uh, that's do all you, I'm talking what do you about. You hear? Yeah, Go see, ahead. see, that I think we're about to get to the same yeah. point, right? And this is where it becomes like the delineation between how you feel about La versus what we would say like best or whatever. I was talking to my man about this, who was like when he plays me against the world. Mm-hmm it is his cousin's life, Mm -hmm. right? It's not his, Mm -hmm. but like all the triumph, all the tragedy, everything else, he hears that life. Like there's this, there's a whole subset of people. And I always said, I recognize I was not into Pac- like that growing up, like other people were. Because quite honestly, man, we was kind of the ing over here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, got cool, these just... Professor parents, got <laughs> this pool in the backyard. What I'm looking like? at Pac like, damn, dog, be easy, man. It ain't that bad. But right. for him, it was that bad, and those times were that bad for so many people. And those people who hear Pac, and they're like, this is my life, yes. this is my story, this is my I struggle. Nobody's ever hit in that way for right. people who were in that space. You so asked us vulnerably. the question
0: earlier, like, who did we see ourselves in? Like, how many people saw themselves in Pac? Oh, I know. To- so I know. I, I, I think, Torey, you can be a definitive figure in hip hop and not be from a skill set standpoint, from a substance standpoint. You may not be among the greatest of all time, but you can still define this genre. And you can't tell a story of hip hop yeah. without Tupac being in the first chapter. And he yes, and, and yes that, I think that's yes. really well said.
1: Let me ask you this, though. Who, how many rappers? Because like the thing that makes Pimp C a dope rapper, no matter what anybody says, is the outright so sincerity. The you believe every word. Oh, <laughs> you know, I had to brace myself. You never know with this guy. <laughs> um, but like he meant every word he said. Pimp C's favorite rapper is Pac. No question. That was the thing about Pac. No matter what it was that he was talking about, man, you
2: believed so every he's, single he's word. He's like hip hop Jesus, right? In that almost everybody who comes after him is basically like praying to him. I think there was a while on um, Cribs when it was like, every, yo, all of you have shrines to pop in your house somewhere? Like, Jesus Christ. I'm not. He is mad. to
0: rappers what Kobe is to this modern generation of oh, basketball 100%, players. 100%. You know? 100%. They love. I'm just
2: saying, when we put on the music and forget about all the Jesus stuff and all the shooting people stuff and the Black Panther stuff, is his music as good, as intelligent, as complex, as. What Biggie three K?
0: Yeah, what
1: What it make you feel is what it comes back to, right, man? Mm. Like and,
0: and answer to your question: Yes, it yeah. was complex. It was intelligent. Yes, yeah. what what did a lot of that other shit inform the lyrics? I also think are yeah. overstating. am not
1: intelligence is some of these.
0: I'm not saying he, he, not saying he wasn't right. I'm like because nobody was more political than Tupac. As a rapper,
2: well, let me ask you you this. I don't know about that. I mean, like Chuck, Cube. I think, yeah, but you can't.
1: But like, see, this is why I feel like there's a window dressing going on here. Because like, you kept throwing up Nas in that intelligence list. You ever listen to that song he made for the kids with all the with all the factual errors the song for the kids with all the factual errors in it. Oh I I know I words, know I can. And he and he was what I wanna be. Yeah, yeah. I mean and I get what he was trying to do, but he was telling them things that were factually untrue. All no, I'm saying is a is lot whack. of what you would call an intelligence is really just being a good poet. And so I think that very often plain spokenness is treated as not being as intelligent Mm. when the real move is to get there and get to the point as quickly as you possibly can. And say what you want about Tupac. You understood exactly what he was talking about on the back end. If I got to go back and listen to it twice, you probably didn't do
0: your job as the rapper. I mean, in Mm. the point to relate to people and and no matter, no matter, I can't relate, I can't (laughs) relate to getting shot, but everybody related to Tupac. This
2: is where you and I fundamentally disagree. You're like, if I have to listen to it twice, you didn't do your job. Probably not. no. There, if you are well, you can great, listen to
0: it twice because you just want to no, process it. No, no, I mean like, more, right? like,
2: no, I mean like, y- you could say something deep, and I gotta listen to it two, three times to, to fully get it, it yeah. to my fully understand job, what you're saying. My
1: job is the is to make myself as easily understood as possible. See, is I what think, I'm saying. No, but say I mean, I, I I you know, I'm saying, but I don't think you give enough credit for people who go about this in such a way to where you get it the first time. Okay, so
0: there's two things true. That's true, but you can also. Miss something that was so yes, subtle. You that's you can't what I'm saying, him, You
2: did not understand that first no, time. No, you can't. Black thought, thought, thought is did? the master. there. I got right. to listen to Black listen thought right. three, yeah, four times. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, I
1: right. understand it deeper. That's yeah. cool. But I'm saying that there can be a value and a See, demonstration of intelligence, just to the See, in point. simplicity. But simplicity. different than
2: yeah. some other art forms. The musician wants you to listen to it over and over. So if I, if I get it too fast, right? If I get your message too fast, too easily. What is there for me to rediscover on a seventh, tenth, fiftieth listen? I remember we that is have, such did, a narcissistic way to look at no no no. I need I you I need you to listen to it over and over. That's that's what music is. That I expect you to listen to it again and again, right? And if I keep getting new things out of the music, I feel rewarded, right? I remember listening to Public Enemy. We did some trip in college to to England for like a month or some shit, and I would go on jogs listening to Public Enemy. I think it was a third or fourth album. And every fucking time, I'd find some other thing. I didn't oh, yeah. realize Chuck was saying that. I didn't realize Hank had put that piece of sound there and there's And I'm like, you keep giving me more every listen. Each listen is rewarding me again. I love that. I don't want to understand it the first time. I want to keep having to go back to it and and get more out of it. And that's how
1: you're going to feel when you go back and listen to 400 Degrees again. (laughs) You're going to go back and find all these things that you didn't find in the first listen. I'm just saying that a lot of these people that you talk about probably demonstrate some of those same qualities. You just ain't going back and listening twice because it don't sound like it's supposed to be what the intelligent music is. And that's what I think comes, like, when I hear what you're saying about Pac, I think there's definitely levels and layers to all, especially in terms of emotional coding and all the things that are going on within yeah. one song.
2: We talk about Pac, and you make me think about there's been so much death in hip-hop culture um, from, I, th- I was trying to think, what was the first, I think Big L was the first big notable death? Whoa, Big L died
1: in 97?
2: Was it that late?
1: I think so. I think
2: he was a little earlier than that.
1: Pot died September of ninety six, right? Big died we, March of ninety seven. Easy yeah. E died spring of ninety-five.
2: And we and we had already felt a culture I think a culture of death before then, right? Some of them are unnatural, big, you know, and some of them are natural, true goy, Bismarck. I mean, Scott, I
1: mean, Scott Lerac died in what, 87? Scott
2: Rock is one of the early ones that like really hurt a lot of people and was like, damn, like shit is happening out here. And I wonder just like, I don't think any other musical culture is dealing with that over m- multiple decades. And what do you think that, what is that about? And what do you, how do you, how do you feel about
0: that? Well, are they not dealing with it? Or is it not presented and packaged in the same way? Right. Because it's like, okay, if if hip-hop, okay, so hip-hop is black music. Yeah. So violence and death in the black community is covered, discussed, analyzed, and counted in a different way than violence or death in the white community. Do you think that rock and roll is dealing with the no, same thing? No, I mean it, it, and it I'm may, not saying it's pathological. It may not, be a, dr- it it may it not be a drive-by in Las Vegas after a Mike Tyson fight, okay? Yeah. Or it may not be, you know, quote unquote black on black crime, but I mean Kurt Cobain killed himself. Sure. I, I mean, mean it like,
1: di- I mean it did. Like we start talking about late 60s early 70s in particular. We definitely say that the pall of death around rock was
2: there was, I mean, there, there was definitely some of them, many of them. I feel like we have had a lot of it, right? And, like, it, I think it's an extension of some of what we're dealing with in terms of, you know, there's a lot of crime and over too many guns in our community. There's also- there's Too many
0: guns in America. But, but oh, but, but I don't think- the there's, there's a no medical you're talking issues. You're about from the streets versus the cul-de-sac. Like, you can't be a reflection- the content matches their, their lived experiences. Those lived experiences are gonna have a shelf life if you're actually living what you are rapping about, as the case yeah. may be.
1: But also, it's young people with access to a whole lot of stuff, and they do yeah. that But we're big. We, like we, it's not just die.
2: it's not just gunplay, right? We're way yeah, but past I'm that. About, like, right, but I mean, Bismarcky like, and True Goy and yeah. and some other folks like, who died of natural causes, way
0: too young. Yeah. But I, that's that's not exclusive to hip hop. No, well, sorry, but what right? I think yeah.
1: is happening to hip hop though is that also this is the first generation of hip-hop to get into middle age, right? Yeah. And this is a point at which like, people die. We
0: starting to know people at yeah. our yeah, age Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, you know what you know This is? Yeah.
1: like, soul music and R&B, we had a whole lot of people dying in Correct. the 60s and 70s. And we had Correct. Sam Cooke get smoked in a hotel room a couple of years later, Otis Redden dies in a plane, plane crash. crash. Right. You know, like, I mean, I'm just throwing one out there. and Like, Minnie Reverton dies Marvin of cancer Day. at 31. Tammy right. Terrell dies. Yeah. Like, Marvin Gaye dies at 45. I like, mean,
2: everybody has death. Are you saying, that, you saying that it's wrong to think that hip-hop has had more than its share of death versus other musical cultures? I
1: think that you would be difficult to me to measure that comparatively like I, I'm not in a place where I could say that I just like for certain you no know, it's more of us because like you go into heavy metal world man there's all kinds of them die all kinds of times I think places, it's because of the glorification
0: of you asked like a, a critique like some people's critique is that hip hop glorifies violence mm-hmm. so I think therefore when it's touched by actual violence mm-hmm. like I said it's gonna, it's gonna be viewed differently but, than in other. but genres. also
1: as this music in the popular space at least for lack of a better term, I would say, came of age in the 1990s, which was an era that was defined by all this violence, by all this murder, why you got all these funeral dirges, mm. right? Where, you know, what was that terrible? The DRS dudes could do the Gangsta Lean song and have nothing mm. else. Like people were really, I didn't fully catch this because my life wasn't that, but people yeah. were really feeling them crossroads, funeral songs because yes. they was going to yes. a lot of funerals. Yes. Like there was yes. a lot of death that was associated yes. with that time. And so I think that's become like, become treated as like this classic era of rap. And so we do think of it in that way. But yeah, there's a lot of kids out here that are, and we see now, especially these... Like it gets me when you would like open up the Apple News app and they'll be like rapper blankety blank died. You ain't never heard of that. They just found out There's somebody so much of that. like once they found out George Floyd did a screw tape, all of a sudden he became a, a rapper. And I, I think wonder, that's why it I, feels people the way that I Michael do wonder
2: about it. that when I hear people who I've never heard of before, you know, and were they really a rapper? You got shot in Memphis Were you really a rapper or was that just when you kind of did on you're the wrecked, side and you're right? actually at FedEx or whatever But like, but,
0: but I love how we've incorporated the coverage of it all, because how many times, or how often I should say, has rap been weaponized. Oh my God! As like the reason what these kids are shooting one another is the rap music. Sure. As opposed to the rap music reflecting the fact that we are shooting one another. Yes. Whether you're white, black, or other, we have a gun problem in this country. It is a violent country. It was yes. built and found on violence. percent. So the music is a reflection of that. But when we do it, you know, it's cool when they do it. It's probably when I do it. Fuck it. You know. <laughs> you know what
2: I'm no, it, it, it's interesting you say that the weaponization of.
0: All the way up to the highest us. levels of government. Yeah, you know?
2: has, has I mean we've been we've been seeing that since the 80s. It was huge in the eighties, yeah. definitely in the nineties. I mean, like you know, it's definitely called the cause of the problems right. in America. Rap music and video over games. Over right? it, oh my god, yeah.
0: do you still love it? Oh yeah, you still love it? Yeah, but not, I, but I don't int- listen to anything contemporary. I'll nah. be honest with you, nothing. nothing well, I love practically.
1: It. I still I think I love it as an idea. As mm. much as anything else. Like, do I listen to a lot of contemporary rap? No. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I don't love rap no more.
0: Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, yeah. Like, there's still a dope ass rap song. There's still a feeling that I get from hearing that. Mm-hmm. That, like, I was listening to our, or I watched a couple of weeks ago the Prince uh, Live. From Syracuse, Mm -hmm. Purple Rain Tour, concert. You
0: watch that again? You put me on to that when it it first came out. I found a mastered
1: version, right? Like, I found it. And I find that the things that I love the most, I listen to the least because I'm just looking. Even if it's not something new in terms of the calendar, like new to me, I'm always going to something else, right? And then you go back to those things that were your favorites and you're just like, oh, man, it's on fire. Like, it hasn't been. Like, this is what this is. And it still happens to me when I go back and just listen to something I love there's something about a rap beat that still does it like I mean, nothing yeah. else can. I, let you me know.
0: correct myself. I said I don't listen to anything. I I listen to Sirius XM Hip Hop Nation all the time. So I'm listening to what's. Con- I don't. It doesn't talk about. It doesn't hit me here the same way. Not I don't enjoy it. Maybe that's a me thing. Maybe it's less about where hip hop is today and more where I am in my life 100%. that it doesn't resonate with me. What they're doing now versus Outkast and Goody Mob. I mean, you know, you know Wu Tang. When, when we're
2: younger, you know, these I love Griselda Gang. Okay, yeah, love, no, love, yeah. amazing, amazing. Yeah. When we're younger, these artists become part of our identity. Yeah, I am a public enemy guy. That's who I am. That's what I'm all about. We got families. We got careers. It's not like that for us anymore. There's no artist who, like, represents who I am yeah. as a person the way you knew. He's always listening to Public Enemy. That's
0: his shit. Or I'm still listening to the guys that's still doing it. Like, I, just, I mentioned King's disease earlier. Now I'm like, still doing this too. Talk
2: about to hear somebody interact with a beat... In a really interesting way, and like flow over a beat and i gra- I'm like, that's my shit. The kids are still doing it. They're still crushing it. I'm mm. fucking with that. I don't. Can so I who, listen to a lot of. So what of new ice? dudes you like?
0: You got some new dudes out you? Who you like? I can't. I can't. I mention Griselda game. No, I, I can't. Great.
2: I can't necessarily sit here and say you got to fuck with such and such. My kids yeah. put me on like yo. I want to hear Ice Spice. I want to hear Koi Leroy. I want to yeah. hear. Uh you know we like Megan for a, for a while still like Megan she yeah. could spit yeah. um
0: you know i mean they like Nikki a little bit you know they fuck with Does everything you know. have to be kind of sophisticated for you or could yeah. you just be amused by it? That Cuz you know who amuses the fuck out of me? Moneybag yo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, every now and then there's somebody like Camron had the amusing like. <laughs> See you, did you very know good job like with that I for remember
2: yeah. was it Lil B? who came out of Oakland, mm-hmm. right, who was supposedly the worst rapper ever. I'm like, let me see. Mm-hmm. I, and I was like, yo, I understand what he's doing. Yeah. And he's not trying to do the thing that I want you to do to flow. But I'm like, yo, I understand you, I'm fucking with you. I like what you're trying to do. So it doesn't have to always be that. I'm like, I yeah. understand what you're trying to do. yeah, And I get it. But I mean, yes, the the that other thing, that intellectual thing just sure. hit
0: me harder but, I we become mean, our parents, man. We, we just, basically, what we're saying is they don't make it like they used to.
1: No, they don't. what <laughs> it is is they don't make it for us. Yeah. They, they don't. We're yeah. not the demo
2: anymore. Yeah. See, one thing I had to realize, and I think I, I did a story on Amigos and really did a deep dive on them, and this is where I first started to realize. In the 90s, it became more dense as far as more words per minute. The verses were like, you know, like a verse would be like, let's say, 100 words in the 80s, it would be like 60 words, right? So we're getting, you couldn't go any more dense than they were doing. So they had to go in another direction. So the songs get less dense. Mm. And some of us are like, well, that's less complex than what they were doing. And they add in uh, ad-libs, right? To like make it, to fill in the space. So it don't sound airy. And I had to be like, yo, that's, that's dope. That's what they're doing, right? And that's dope. And that's their reaction to the complexity of the '90s. You can't keep going, any right? We, we wouldn't understand the word. And I don't like these rappers where I can't understand mm-hmm. at all what you're saying. Who's Who's that guy out of Chicago who could do like you know 200 words oh, a minute? Twisted was incredible. Twisted. I, could I could understand every word
1: though. That's great. Cool. But like Migos are a great like example for me in bringing up where it ain't my generation. But them dudes are really, 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 really good. Like no, they I are, they are the greats of their time. Like I had to explain to somebody mm. when Takeoff died, he's got to be like, no, for them, this is going to be like one of the Beatles
2: died, and they do kind of matter mm. that Did much. You, see, like, I like Yachty. I fuck with, I fuck
0: with little Yachty. and it's not, yeah. it's not like
2: great flows, great diction, but I'm like, yo, I just
0: like that kid. See, I'm, you got me. This, 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 this where, I, this is where I'm like, oh, who? Yeah, like, I never, yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. Know Like I'm very, fami-
1: I'm very familiar with Yadi. I heard that I just never got around to actually yeah. like seeing what was up. He was like, the I like little like,
0: like, like, like baby. I like him. Okay, I like, but I mean, it's like I, I don't like him. I don't, like, know, yeah, I don't I feel, know, I, know. if it's cool to it's like little like, baby anymore.
1: No, little baby is okay. No, not
0: baby. No, not baby. Excuse me, not the
1: baby. Y'all surprised they ain't like. I, Scrapped it out about that, <laughs> like 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 right in front of right in front of the trademark <laughs> office. Me and you,
0: like, like one of us. One of us did, got. To, I think they did our phone together. I know that's mistaken. what I'm saying. I still yeah. can't believe it. Like yeah. well, this has got to be settled. We
1: got to come together. <laughs> no confusing. no no. We got to we got to. The, the town ain't big enough for the both of
2: us. I guess
0: I would say I'm familiar with a lot of this stuff, but I don't fuck with a lot of it. No, very, I'm very few and far between these
2: dudes. It's not it's not It's not for us. Yeah. But I think the love. Of the game is still in us. All right, let's leave them with something to listen to. So one album degrees. <laughs> that you want everybody who's listening to listen to that maybe they haven't heard or haven't heard in a minute. Something that they something that really hits you that you love. Like if your nephew was like, yo, what do you want me to fuck
0: with? And you say, Trevor of a black parent. Fear Black, Black Planet. Planet is a fantastic, oh, fear a fantastic Planet. thing. And then I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that kid for the rest of his life. <laughs> I'd be like, you're going to be all right. Just listen to you're this. You're going to be all right. You're going to be
1: all right. I'm going to sit here and overthink this, like, all the way into the ground. Like, this is— this is, as And then as when you me. leave, you're going to have another thought. Oh, of course. I'll yeah. keep course. you up tonight. And uh, I, I would throw one out there Adam. Just not because it's the greatest record of all time. I do think it's like the overlooked great album from a great MC, and I just need to make sure more people remember it, including him, because in his book he said he did not remember making it because all he was doing was using drugs and listening <laughs> to Van Morrison. Uh, Scarface, Last of a Dying Breed, is okay. the one before the fix. It's about as good. As the fix and has maybe the most gangster moment in the history of rap. Scarface calling DEA agents out by name on record love and getting that. them pulled off the streets. Love
2: that. Whoa. Love that. Whoa. That I was bold I take me back to when Funkmaster Flex would say, There's a police, there's a cop car waiting at 278th Street, y'all. So don't speed when you go. Watch out on 70. <laughs> I loved him for that. Yo, De La Solis dead. Dead. Y'all Actually,
1: got you know to. what? You mentioned Daylight. Actually, this is where my Daylight comes in. The one I'd say everybody to listen to. Daylight Soul stakes is high. Now this stuff is finally back on streaming. Mm. All they did was tell us everything that was going to happen to the rap gang.
2: Mm. Laid
1: it all out mm. right there. See, I love Daylight
2: Soul did. is dead because they are in conversation with themselves about who they are, how you see them. And to me, that extrapolates to a conversation about what does it mean to be black? Mm. And we're from the suburbs, we're hippies. That don't mean we're not black, mm-hmm. right? And the mm-hmm. skits are kind of saying, are you? You're whack. And they're like, beating people up in the record and on tour to be like, yo, we're actually niggas. Like, what the fuck? But only built for Cuban links. Ooh. Y'all must Ooh. fuck with that. That's so when that shit, scar faces. when that shit gets going, when he gets going on that, cause like I'm saying, I have, a a, I have like a sense that's memory a when he gets in the beat on that shit, and it's like a like a point guard dribbling into the lane like some Kyrie shit, and I'm on a different rhythm than y'all. I could spin around y'all, and y'all don't understand what I'm doing, and I can finish in your face,
0: even though you're six feet taller than me. Second best Wu-Tang solo album of all time. Well, so hold what's, on, first? What's,
1: what's your first?
0: Liquid Source.
1: Yeah. It? That you know what that is? That one is a matter of taste choice. Like which Wu Tang solo you go with. I mm-hmm. thought you were gonna go with Supreme Clientele. I go with only Bill for Cuban legs. Mm-hmm. Um I get why, like the thing about Supreme clientele is what people love about it is what you'll hate about it, which is, what the fuck are you
2: talking about? <laughs> that's a lot And
1: once you, 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 you divorce yourself yeah. with that question, it's yeah. a very enjoyable listen. Uh-huh. See, that's
2: what I'm talking about. Like when I have to come into your world, I did not understand what, we don't understand what the fuck Wu-Tang is talking about. But isn't that about. fun though? I, had a, I gotta figure it out, I gotta listen again. I gotta, when no. LA came out, and I started to respect LA and they're talking about birds and this. I'm like, I don't know what their slang for gun. I don't know what they mean by birds. I don't all the bumped in and shit. I don't know what they're talking. I got to get with my friend who's LA and like, oh, this means this. This means, oh, you're on. But now I understand deeper what Cube is talking. And I appreciate that work that I have to do. I did not understand you the first time. And you probably knew. Outside of Southern California, you are not going to understand what I'm talking no, about. But they fuck with you, me, and you'll get you. it later. They weren't
1: thinking about Born nothing outside of Southern California. Like, that was the thing about California rap that everybody lost sight of is you could go platinum without anybody yes. east of yes. San Bernardino having yes. any idea who you. MC Red put out an EP after NWA broke up that went platinum that I assure mm. you, you've never listened to a mm, note got of. Got me. Mac <laughs> 10 was going gold. Like, they, they, it's over there. It's way over there.
0: It's dope. You know, right, man, the death conversation is still with me, man. I just thought of Nipsey also when you said that. Uh, you know, yes. I, 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 I wasn't hip to him before he died and I yes. wonder what he would have been. And
1: he is kind of like, for me, was the testament of what we are talking about is missing in the sense that it is a hyper-local music. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Rap is better when it is hyper local. I say the same thing about college football. It's better when it's local. Yeah. And that was the most hyper local dude that I could think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of anybody else that's like that that the rest of us are aware of. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's some dude that's like that in all these cities and we just don't know because we ain't been there. Right. But there was something about that era where somebody would tell you about a rapper from another city and there was something it was like kind of how people are about burger joints now. Mm-hmm. Right. Was somebody like <laughs> like before everybody knew about In N Out, right. there was like a badge of honor to be like, Yeah, I know about In N Out yeah. Burger. I went out to California, whatever kind of it is, right? Problem. Shout out to Bun, by the way, with the trio burger. Oh, lies have you had wrapped, it yet? Yeah, lies wrapped, had around, it lies yet. wrapped, around, lies wrapped around the block. But
2: that to me is kind of the problem with just music in general. That it used to be sort of monocultural. We're all listening to the Chronic, so we're all talking about the Chronic. We're all talking about Illmatic or whatever it is. And now we're so fractured that you'll be like. Yo, I'm fucking with this, this, and this. And I'm like, yo, I've never heard of those people, right. but call I'm the fucking internet. with this, this, and
0: this. It's yeah. called the internet. Right. Yes, yeah. so there's but, just too much of this but, shit. Too much. But, what you,
2: but this, Roy Wood makes
1: a great point about music conversation on the internet, where it's like, it used to be that you had to pay $12 to have an opinion.
0: Mm-hmm. That's you exactly were right.
1: not allowed to enter this conversation That's until right. you had made some investment, right. and perhaps then there would be some study, and you had some skin in the game, so you weren't so inclined to say it was great or it was whack. Like, you really had to think about it because you would actually made some level of investment. Back in the day, you used to have to earn your way out of your city,
0: mm. right? You
1: had to you had to win over the locals
0: mm. before
1: anybody else ever yeah. found out about you. Yeah, they, right? that,
0: that gold mystical. Tape. Yeah,
1: now you just got to catch all.
0: <laughs> that gold mystical.
2: Yeah, the twelve dollars yeah. <laughs> is an important thing, mm-hmm. but. What I miss also- is the, is the mix, no, the, oh. I miss albums. Yeah. yeah, But the mixtape era, Oof. which wasn't just about paying the money, but you got to go find it. Because yes. the album is in your face. We're, Def Jam wants you to, the mixtape, I have to know, Ron G yep. comes out on Friday, I got to go to my man and get the CD or whoever it is, right? And like- Guys would do things on mixtape they wouldn't do on their albums. I, Flows, dictions, trying to beats you. you never you're heard. talking about wild shit that they're not talking about on the album. I'm like, yo, that buster? That's that, Fat Joe? Like, yeah. you gave me... Or I met... so I found somebody new I never heard of and he blew up on a yeah. busted track with, with yeah, wildly yeah. varying sound qualities with, that added yeah, to the charm. Yeah. I'm running over your beat that yeah. I love from this over here. Like, yo, I'm a fan like of I, so-and-so. I never heard of him before. I remember
1: the first time I came to New York. It was the spring of 98. It was me and my brother. Like, we was on Canal. We were somewhere else. We just... Getting these tapes. Like I remember my brother would come up because he was trying to do beats and this is like ninety five, I wanna say. he come up to New York, you know, because that's what you do. You come to New York and try to shop your wares. Like I don't really understand how it worked that you was really gonna catch on, right? What'd you do? Just went to New York. I'ma hand some tapes out. <laughs> we gonna see what happens, Let's right? See what happens. But I remember him coming back with the tapes. Like I remember he came back with this may have been 93, I forget when, but he came back with a copy of the Roots Do You Want More like a year before it got into stores because mm. the demo tape had been bouncing around because yeah. it got gotten such a big thing. And yeah. that, that would be this thing. You go to New York, and then you just come back with this stuff that you couldn't get anywhere else. And we thought with the internet it would be cool because then it wouldn't be that
2: hard. Mm, but what no. if it was
1: better when it was a little bit
2: hard? It was uh-huh. hard. Yeah, finding Nipsey's album. Had to go to the fucking swap meet that first joint yes. that Jay-Z bought for a hundred dollars and then yeah. we had to see what it was. I love the process of discovery of having to find it. That's all gone. I mean, I
0: guess I could I could go through SoundCloud if I want to, but that's the thing, man. it's not the same. How I, am I supposed I, to stop? I, I do miss going to Circuit City every Thursday for that no limit release that came out every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> every single Thursday.
1: Here, here's my that's now my impression of Mike Smith in high school. That Mercedes come in yet?
0: You know, you already know what I was thinking. <laughs> you, you, did you nah, listen to a is no note the of it? It's no Greatest album cover of all time, right there. <laughs>
1: oh, you already know, know that, that album tape. came out. Did that album even come out? Okay. I think it did. I think it did. But the Mercedes tape was in every No Limit cover. Was that, what was it called? Rear End? You know, was that the title of it? That's exactly what I gotta it was. Say,
2: I got to say, I knew it, but I didn't Mercedes re- Mercedes realize, man. I didn't. When I was planning this, I did not fully contemplate that you guys are way younger than me, and also that you guys are super Southern. Yeah, I'm 43
0: 42, right? Yeah.
2: That you guys are super Southern. Yeah. So
0: that has
2: been a big part of this conversation that I didn't expect. Yeah, y'all need that in y'all's lives. About to say. And not if you it.
0: had this conversation with two West Coast dudes, it'd be a whole different, whole com- different That's conversation. That's what's so fascinating. You could do three, four, five iterations of this. Yes. And it'll be completely different names that come Hell up. Hell yeah. You know?
1: But I but I also think, though, we from the South, though, at a time where the the southern music was rising but we didn't have the option to segregate ourselves off in did that you, way but like we were still influenced by everybody else yes, did you feel 100%.
2: the i don't want to say hate but new york was definitely looking down right. our nose right. at yeah. the south, yeah, the yeah,
1: south, I went, south yeah, got something to say yeah, yeah. yeah you, went, you yeah. I, felt that i i felt it when i went to atlanta for college i didn't so much feel it in houston because my sensibilities musically, were more in line with the stuff that was coming out of New York. And so when I got to college and I was around people from New York, my expectation is that, cool, now I'm with people who own the same wavelength as me and da-da-da and all that. And it became very clear to me, I hated those dudes. I hated <laughs> them so much. And they was talking crazy about me and mine. And it honestly made me appreciate Southern rap even more. It made me mm. check myself perhaps on some of the assumptions I might have made about some of that music and then go back and be like, oh, okay, I was slipping because it was like the whole true hip hop stuff and everything yeah. else. And if you into that music, the rappers are telling you that what they doing is the real and everything else is fake. You know, you got a teenage mind, you being molded by mm. all of that. And then I got around them New Yorkers and the next wave of New York rap, I didn't like. And so now I turned into a radical after that point.
0: I didn't mention Blackstar. I just felt like I need to do that. Just for GP. Blackstar. Most Dev Teller. but, def, hell but yeah. To answer your question, I feel a like, hate. No, because as Bo pointed out, like New Orleans, is like there's Southern rap and there's New Orleans. Mm. New Orleans just had like its own shit going on. Mm. And I was in this little bubble. Plus, it's like the South was just making some crazy, amazing shit. You mentioned Scarface outcast. It was it was undeniable. So yes. It was undeniable b- at a certain point. That point. But, but there was an That's earlier point when New York could still
2: quote unquote reasonably be like, y'all ain't shit. And then there was and a point, point where it was like, you can't front. Yeah. Right. Like sound, and that was like that so was 94,
0: 95, 96, yeah. and we just they would beat but, the shit out of them. But the thing was
1: we knew more about New York music than New Yorkers knew about theirs, because oh, New, totally. New York was such an insular place. Yeah. And so I think that there were probably some things that they could have come across and might have been able to rock with. But honestly, there wasn't no need to, you know, as far as they were concerned, to even go find this. Like if the thing about New York when you live here that people don't get is what's so confining about it is the fact that you ain't gotta go nowhere if you don't want
2: to. Yeah, Like whatever you need is within. But that travel piece that you're mentioning, right? Like we can stay in our, that's part of it, right? New York is listening on headphones and boom boxes, right? The South, cars. the Midwest, and the West is in cars. Yep. And sound sounds, music oh, like, big it sounds difference. better, right. right? It sounds bigger. It means, something, also, different. The South it means also, something different. It means something different. What you South, driving
0: by with your windows down? Mm-hmm. The I South
2: mean, also had, later than the Northeast, a church experience, yes. right? Uh-huh. And some people did, that church experience is such a massive impact on black music in general. And y'all had that later, even for you to say, my grandfather was, how many of these MCs are like my grandfather was a preacher? Yeah. And you grew up listening to him and you bring that into the booth with you, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. Not that many New Yorkers are doing that, are coming from that.
1: Well, and also rap in New York is a much more West Indian experience,
2: mm, like in the form
1: in the formative period of time. Like we're talking about people who are coming from different musical mm, influences. Mm-hmm. So, well,
2: this is one of the things I'm talking about. and This other thing I'm working on, this other podcast I'm working on, Jamaica is a crucial father of hip-hop. That's what I'm saying. Herc comes from Kingston, and he just did in New York what he had seen in Kingston with the sound systems, right? With the, with the replaying the record over there, talking over the record, toasting over the record. He just did the same. So you just took Kingston culture. And did it in New York, and we were like, oh my God, that's amazing. And we made a whole culture out of it. But you Jamaica is a critical. But the you're saying the South wasn't really responding to Jamaica. I'm saying everywhere else but New York. Like New York, when
1: you really go through like the great rappers of the eighties and nineties out of New York, it's not too long to either you get into somebody West Indian or this is largely outer outer borough stuff. Like like who's in the neighborhood. The Queens guys are interested because it's the jazz, like. All the the Q tips and all of them are in the same mm. part of Queens as the Jasmine were, and you can like find the straight line mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. comes out of that. But rap is a more African American experience sure. in the nascent days of it outside
2: of New York than it is in New York. That's not good. That's not bad. You're but saying, it's just a you're different saying line. the South and the West is more African American. And New York is more more Jamaican, Jamaican, Caribbean. Yes, interesting. Yes, not saying that's
1: good or bad. No, no, just what it is. But it's a but. But but when you then also start thinking about what are the beats that we sampling down south? What are the beats like? The LA beats are really just a lot of that Robo funk, like Mm, Zapparaja. People, you know, a lot of like that sort of stuff. The South samples are less the James Brown that you got from up here that's right. more because, of, but a lot more this the soul, you uh, know, so going to brothers, get Eugene McDaniel yeah. type stuff there's and everything else. There's this
2: great connection between the South and... The West Coast, right? Because if you from the West Coast, from yeah. the South. Yeah. your family come from the South, Which right? Which is not,
1: it was just not the straight line case in New York exactly. as it is everywhere A- else. Exactly.
2: Yeah. It may be longer ago. Throw Midwest right? in there too. No, right? no, no.
1: What it com- is is right. that you still had the people that caught the railroad up to New York from, say, Florida or South Carolina or whatever it is. But you also had people who came on boats.
2: Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? from,
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, like, I think and that's like what you s- don't have. Like
2: Snoop. His people are from Mississippi. Yes. He rhymes like that. Yes. Right? Like I can hear the sing songiness, the way he talks, right? You can hear a Southern twang mm-hmm. in there, right? That's where his people are. Yep. So the South and the West are kind of like connecting, like we're brothers, mm-hmm. right? New York was like, we're doing something different. South, yeah. right. Southwest, sh- and
0: Midwest united against y'all. Yeah, that's also, yes. right, it's also <laughs> yes. why Chicago
1: rap sound the way that yeah. it did for so long. Yeah. Before you know, before you even the drill place, which is very southern influence.
0: You know, what I still
2: every I still really wonder about this. DC still hasn't really spoken never up. Happened. Never, never got there for whatever it's reason. Still ha- they and, got go go and it good. They talk about go go. I'm like, but everywhere there's a large community of black people. There's a major hip-hop scene. It's the one that didn't and D.C. Happen. is the one that hasn't done well, it.
1: We talked about it earlier. Rap got to different places at different times. And you're right. In D.C., like, yeah, like, Nonchalant, like, Question Mark Asylum, Wale, you know, like, so, I think, well, Cordae's from over there and PG or somewhere, I want to say. But you're but the, right. It the, never... And it's the, not
2: fronting on the people who came out of there. No.
1: Go-Go had a moment, but Chicago, D.C. Rap never had a moment. Chicago, Chicago had LA, a
2: moment. L.A., The Bay, New York, every... Like, we could go down the population, top 10 black populations, right? Oh, mm-hmm. Ohio's had something. I mean, right? Boston's had way more than DC has had. I mean, shh, that's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> There ain't
1: that many black people in Boston. Hey, but I don't, I don't need Dark coming to fight me. He's got to come get you for this
2: Where's D.C.? Come on, y'all. I want to hear from y'all.
1: I, I mean, Philadelphia is an hour. I mean, D.C. and Baltimore. Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Yeah, has had a very yeah, fa- rich history. Yes. It's foundational. Yes. Dope yeah. history.
2: It's foundational. Newark has had more of a history than D.C. Yep. And it's not hating. I'm like, I want to hear what y'all have to say. Cleveland! Yeah. This is Ohio. Yeah. Both oh. us and Ray Cash You sound like LeBron
1: and, and, and Ray Cash Hey man I mean I I have wondered this For a very long time myself It can't be just Go-Go
2: What's, There's got to be more to this
1: But Go-Go becomes It's own interesting thing itself Right Like worthy of its own study And very hip hop influenced After you got to a point So yeah, you get sure. backyard band And all them cats Like they They play a rap song Very
2: African Yes Absolutely This has been beautiful You guys are dope Thank you so much for coming and bringing the funk and the spirit and everything else. And I think we all can do this because we love hip hop so much. And it's such a part of our spirit and our heart and who we are. I mean, I definitely think there's a lot of rappers who helped shape the person that I've become. yeah, everybody, all of us would say that.
0: Absolutely. So, hell yeah. Absolutely. The way we think, the way we speak, the way we dress, everything.
2: Thank you so much to Michael and Bomani for a great interview, and thanks to you for listening. Toray Show gives you fuel to power your dreams. You can make your dreams a reality, and maybe this show can help. You can find me on Spill at Toray, on Twitter at Toray, on Instagram at Toray Show. Toray Show is written by me, Toray, and produced by Jennifer Brown. Our editor is Ryan Woodhall, Our booker is Claudia Jean, and we're distributed— by DCP entertainment. And we will be back next Wednesday with more amazing guests because the man can't shut us down.